This is Dan Mazaros with Buy Boxer Service. My name is Joshua Porter, Carbon Six. Welcome to the Elements of Success podcast. This is episode number, I don't know, um, because we're actually shooting all these in a series of two days. But the best part is, is I get to bump into my friends in the Amazon game and we get to have very interesting conversations. So off Amazon, on Amazon, let's see where this conversation goes. Last time I talked to Dan, we ended up talking about Yu-Gi-Oh cards and uh, an affinity for uh, Magic the Gathering. And uh, now let's see where this conversation goes. We also yeah. talked about Amazon. Um, so we got there. We did eventually. get there. We eventually got there. It's a long path, but we got there. We did. It actually started off on Amazon, went to Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic the Gathering. Then we did some Dungeons and Dragons, and then we got back to Amazon. So what we can promise you is that whatever we talk about today, mm-hmm. we'll tie it back in somehow. It might be loose. And the message might not resonate with your particular hobbies. Yeah. But it will be about uh, Amazon at some point. It will be about Amazon. Obviously, we're at an Amazon convention. Um, but one thing I can say for sure, Dan has by far the best shirt collection I've ever seen of anybody at any Amazon convention ever. Like, he is always rocking the sickest polos or the sickest shirts that have by far the most unique patterns. So I'm going to just ask you, like, where'd you get your shirt? And I guarantee you it wasn't on Amazon. Who does your fashion? Where does your fashion sense come from? Um, <laughs> it was you, you remind me yeah. of Egon from uh, from the Ghostbusters cartoons. Okay, somebody pull, throw up uh, uh, a version of that, and you'll see. It's a very like editor, spinning. editor, get that yeah. one in the frame. Yeah, Egon I, Ghostbusters. There you anyway, go. Yeah. So fashion sense did not buy this on Amazon. Clothes is one of the few things I don't buy on Amazon, but it's because I'm freakishly tall. And so I got to go to places that carry uh, large talls. And in this shirt's case, that was Old Navy. <laughs> yeah, the most lame-ass store. <laughs> you asked me where I bought my shirt. Oh, there you have it. Old, Old Navy, man. I was thinking maybe Ross uh, or, or, or TJ Maxx or something. You said Old Navy? Okay, perfect. Oh, yeah. Old Navy, brick, brick and mortar. Um, classic. I actually used to shop there. Uh, back when I was in like middle school, um, at some point in time, uh, yeah, making me feel great about myself. No, no, it's great. They have good options. I, I'm more of a fan of Target. Uh, I, again, like I really don't even know. Hey, do you want to talk fashion though? Yeah, so I can redeem myself. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a lot of my shoes if you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's. You can put them on cam. Put them on camera, man. Tell you what, I'm gonna put mine. Um, I'm actually rocking uh, Polo Association, but look at these bad boys. Do you see these? Adidas Ultra Boost Pharrell Williams Special Edition. Bam. Check those suckers out. Okay. I buy uh, my shoes at Old Navy, but I, I mean, my shirt's at Old Navy, but my shoes come from other places. I didn't realize that Polo actually made shoes, but these are actually extremely comfortable. As you can see, they have these air vents on the side, which are for aerodynamicness <laughs> and also for uh, breathability on your feet. I believe that you can get these on Amazon, but um, yeah, uh, since we're doing like the QVC uh, rotation, <laughs> this is now turned into an Amazon drive. <laughs> yeah, uh, right over here, we can actually see that these are uh, very form-fitting. Uh, they're flexible. They're dynamic. I can curl up my shoes. Um, let's see. It comes with laces, uh, elastic, uh, and uh, I'm uh, US 11, Mexico 29, and a European 45. So um, yeah, you're. Interesting shoe size. Uh, I'm giving out way too much personal information on this podcast already. Europe um, 45. Yeah, I know. Apparently, I have gigantic feet in Europe. I'm over here <laughs> stomping out bridges um, in the name of the queen. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, Dan, buy boxer service. What's going on, man? Let's talk about it. Yes. What do you want to know? 
How you guys been, man? It's Good. been a while. It's been Good. a while. What's what's new with BBS? You guys oh, expanding, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, we're growing. So we're an Amazon agency, full service. We manage. You you could technically turn your Seller Central account over to us and not have to worry about it. Um, but that space obviously is changing a lot. Um, I think one of the biggest spaces. Oh, here, there we go. Shoot back in frame. Yeah. Now that can be our centerpiece. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Continue, please. Um, I think like one of the biggest aspects to the whole entire Amazon space um, that's changing, or maybe not changing, just adapting, is off Amazon traffic to Amazon. There's been a couple dominoes that have fallen in the past couple of years, right? Yeah. You have iOS 14 updates, you have Google updates, you have all that bull crap that's really put a lot of pressure on e-commerce brands to uh, find new ways to... Diversify. Yeah, diversify for, for customer acquisition. Mm -hmm. And while all of those dominoes were tipping in the traditional e-commerce place, Amazon continued to roll out more and more ad features, ad platforms, ad types yeah. to their Amazon sellers... And they finally gave us brand attribution. Praise the Lord. I, you know how long I've been asking for the ability to attribute sales? Longer and, than we've been friends. Yes. Which is a very short time frame, but a very robust time frame, ladies and gentlemen. I would say from a friend's standpoint, our relationship chronologically is short. But we met in a past life. We have. And that's the best part. I'm pretty sure at some point in time. Um, we were uh, very good friends, and we were probably at a uh, rugby tournament where somehow we got stomped out of existence uh, by a stampeding pack of uh, horses that came through uh, from some marauders. I don't know, man. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a rugby. Uh, I haven't eaten. Yeah. All right. I'm just well, going to say that on camera. I've, I've been podcasting for the last couple hours. So, Anyway. Yeah. So, I don't blame you. Yeah. They take it... Shows take it out of you, and you need some food. We do, we do, we do need food. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what we're up to is we're we're uh, continuing to expand our services as we break into um, the ability to help clients with TikTok ads, Google ads, YouTube ads, anything that's driving traffic, not using traditional Amazon advertising sources mm -hmm. um, to continue to increase your sales because that's the the hottest hottest spot in the market right now so what do you find let's just since we're on this conversation what do you find to be the most beneficial platform when it comes to doing off amazon advertisement over to amazon because i feel like sometimes honestly it's one not only audience dependent but also yeah. product dependent yeah some products will do absolutely well on tiktok you have that perfect audience and then some audiences will do great on google and then some audiences will yeah. do great on on instagram or facebook so where do you see this constant trend? Do you, do you see it more being more of trial and error? Do you see it being more of, of, of understanding, like getting your brand analytics off of Amazon, then running to the platform and taking that information with you? How, how are you going about this process? Yeah, you, you, hit, you hit the nail on the head. Any good marketer, when asked a question like mm -hmm. this, responds with the answer, mm -hmm. it depends. Yeah. Because it does. Mm -hmm. There isn't a tried and true answer. Mm -hmm. There's product market fit for your audience, and then there's audience market fit for the channel at which you engage with in your audience. Mm -hmm. So you have to be constantly testing to understand where that audience consumes their content and where they get those touch points with your brand. I would say 
the biggest opportunity in general is TikTok um, because of just the natural virality that can happen. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have 500,000 followers on TikTok to be seen. Yeah. It's this weird phenomenon with their algorithm where one day you can live in a trailer park and the next day you can sip ocean spray while riding your longboard and become world famous. That's impressive. And that we, we've, I mean, we've seen it with our clients and not on purpose. We, we had an influencer pick up one of our clients products. We didn't pay the influencer anything. We didn't even know she was making a TikTok. She just made a TikTok about this video saying, I really like this product and this is why it exploded. And we sold out of that product. Well, that client's product sold out in a day. Um, so I think TikTok represents like the most interesting opportunities for exploration and mm-hmm. testing mm-hmm. and uh, for conversion. For conversion? Yes. Do you it, find that the customer journey is the same on TikTok that it would be on any other marketing platform like Facebook, uh, Instagram, Google? Or is it completely different uh, life cycle that they're going through due to that virality effect? Yeah, because I, I've, I've noticed certain TikToker, TikTokers, they'll have one video that goes viral. And it's like 15 million views. Mm-hmm. And the other videos that are in their that are in their catalog, I guess, in their library, um, they'll like 50,000 views, 100,000 views, 4,000 views. And to me, as somebody that's made content for a while, like that's still huge numbers. Even if you get 4K views, the fact that 4K people, 4,000 people actually watched your content is is huge in my opinion. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking small, but no, no. I know from from a uh, from a perspective of uh, of consumption that again uh, the the Ability to actually consume and digest information is becoming shorter and shorter with people's attention span. And that TikTok is capturing that short attention span from videos as low as 30 seconds, as high as three minutes, right? So to be able to make a product video and to actually consume content based on a product, where where are you seeing like your trajectory of that? Is the life cycle still the same? I'm actually, I'm not going to answer your question as directly as you would hope. Don't. Um, because... So what, uh, when you're talking about consumer behavior, one thing that we've seen with any external traffic source, mm-hmm. whether it be TikTok, Google, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, is that the consumer is still very much conditioned to see product ad or product video mm-hmm. and then go to Amazon and still type it into Amazon. Okay. And so the importance for brands to be that exactly that a good brand has never been more important because let's say you sell the dopest chapstick in the world and a TikTok influencer does a, a chapstick video about how this chapstick has cured their their chapped lips <laughs> that's a dumb thing no 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 i'm actually thinking of the dopest chapstick in the world right now because i've realized like i'm we're in vegas it is very dry here, and I'm a little bit dehydrated, <laughs> but that is the perfect example. The dopest chapstick in the world. And, right? I, and I love that you just wasn't <laughs> laughing at me. It's, hey, it's the truth, man. It's getting dinner time here. It and is. And almost happy hour. Yeah. Though I'm not a drinker. Neither am I. Oh, all right. I know, man. Well, let's just hang out together yeah. and watch everybody else get slizzard. Yeah, absolutely, man. So tell me more about the dopest chapstick. Let's okay. do this, man. Let's. Where, where I'm going with this mm-hmm. is whether you're... Whether, <laughs> Whether your touch point is TikTok, this, that, and another, your packaging, your branding, it needs to be on point because what's happening, we've seen this. In brand analytics, you can see um, 
the the rising popularity of certain keywords and their search volume. Yeah. And we've seen products where it's been like those were the keyword those socks from TikTok <laughs> literally rise up in the search volume ranking. And so if you're just those socks from TikTok, you are going to get lost in the noise of all the other sock competitors that are oh out there. Oh my god! The introduction of new keywords into the into the algorithm is to the Amazon search is is impressive. Yeah. Now to think that that's all coming from like let's we're just talking about TikTok right now. That having that somebody transition from TikTok over to Amazon, typing that in their search, but then how could they actually do one better and then tie it into the uh, to uh, Amazon attribution so that they're getting attributed directly for that and then getting a kickback for that sale and being yeah. able to actually grow from that. I'm really would there, would there be a way if like somebody were actually just like tag it those socks from TikTok and then have somebody click a link goes over there those socks from TikTok and then boom pops in this particular particular product this ace and everything. Okay, so I'm really glad you asked that because yeah. there's a couple things we're seeing. Attribution links tend to have a smaller click through rate. Yeah. Because people can tell that like oh the if they see an attribution link behind a TikTok video or behind a YouTube video, they think, oh, these guys are being paid yeah. to do this. And What so, if it were just embedded into a button? Yeah, sure. That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be awesome. I'd, I'd, love, to, I'd love to see a solution for that. I, I personally haven't seen that. Maybe you guys at Carbon6 got something built for that. Maybe we do. We'll talk about it later. Okay. I did not mean this to be a sales pitch for Carbon6 at all, but... <laughs> smile right there yeah, on the camera um but at any rate um so with click-through rates of attribution links being less one way that you could go uh, about it is if you did have a video that went viral you could get ahead of the curve yeah and you know you are those socks from tiktok mm -hmm. and so you're increasing your ad spend on the amazon platform but also on google you're launching an ad that's <laughs> Literally, the copy is those socks from TikTok that has an Amazon attribution link back to your Amazon. Um, it's like you've, you've heard like you've probably seen that meme going around right now. It's like SEO level 10,000 is there's a dentist in like Ohio or something who named his business dentist near me. Dent oh my god, that is genius! So that was that is so genius. Yeah, see, so, that must, so if you have a, if you see, if you have a product, sometimes it's accidental or planned. You have a planned TikTok blast that's going out. First of all, the best thing to do is just make sure your branding's tight, yeah, and awesome, so people know when they see the TikTok, this is. Uh, Tommy, what is this? This is uh, U U.S. Polo Association. Okay, you know. Polo shoes. Yeah, is the, they know the brand, they know the packaging, so that they go to Amazon and they recognize it and they're able to click it. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, but if you're ahead of the curve and you might anticipate some kind of virality and you're going to be that chapstick from TikTok. Yeah, you can maybe do some preemptive mm -hmm. uh, funnel catching ads that that might gather some of that traffic. All right, so the Amazon sellers that are listening to us and have listened to Dan and I jaw for like the past 10 minutes, including all our whimsical nature together, uh, this is what I'd li like for you guys to do. Incorporate more memes into your advertisement because I want to see the meme game explode in Amazon, especially on TikTok. 
Uh, I get a lot of TikToks sent to me on a daily basis, and they're actually really good. I would just want to see that incorporation for memes. So how would you guys do a memes of my shoes right over here? I'm assuming uh, the old school meme of the damn Daniel or the... <laughs> <laughs> or what are those? Yeah, that would be that would be absolutely perfect yeah. for this. Okay, so, so on that note, a little personal life thing. Yeah, we're expecting our third child here pretty soon. Mazel, thank you. And a name we really like is the name Graham. Yeah, and my name is Dan or yeah. Daniel. Yeah. So we thought about the middle name Daniel, and then my wife was like, "We can't do that because then everybody would say Graham yeah. Daniel." <laughs> I'm like, well, now you just made me like that name more. <laughs> now I want him to be named Graham Daniel 100%, and he will wear white vans from day one. Yeah. He'll also have wheelies, too. The Heelys? Uh, yeah, those were cool when I was in fourth grade. Bro, light up Skechers? Light up Reeboks? <laughs> Dude, I actually saw that Crocs. Yeah? has that You can buy Heely Crocs now. That seems very dangerous. Not when you put those things in four-wheel drive. Handle back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, apparently, um, I need to go do some croc research. And you guys have just watched another amazing episode of <laughs> the Carbon 6 podcast, uh, Elements of Success. Uh, we're going to bring Dan on back for a longer form. And we're just going to roll with this because I don't think we can actually talk about Amazon for an extended period of time without just like completely going into nerd central so with that being said i'm glad that you guys were here to witness this um thank you for joining us on this episode smash like subscribe do all the stuff below you already know what to do hit the hit the buttons hit the links go check out carbon six check out pixel me uh all the other cool stuff that we have under our umbrella we'll see you on the next episode love you bye